are back with another episode of Talking is a Free Action. I'm your host, Owen, joined again today by our illustrious co-host, Marvin. Welcome back to the show. Who? Who am I? Where'd I go? I think you know where you're at. I don't know if that's true anymore. Well, even if you don't know where you're at, you know where you are, which is on the 52nd episode of our show since the relaunch. Woo! Yeah, I, I don't know. Sound effects here, I guess. Um, I wasn't certain that we were going to make it this far. <laughs> I also was not certain. But, but now, here we are. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a cola. Um, I'm not doing that. That's all right. No one's ever done that. No one's ever bought me a cola. <laughs> Wait, that's sad. Hold on. <laughs> um Moving on to less sad topics. Uh, so uh, I thought we might use uh, today's episode to kind of talk a little bit about, you know, the show as it as it's evolved over time, uh, kind of where we've been, and maybe a little bit about what we kind of envision happening next. Yeah, sure. Sounds good. So, uh, so uh, Marvin, <laughs> uh, do you remember our, our early episodes? I'm going to be real honest with you. Not really. No. <laughs> Fair. Well, I'm sure you remember uh, making them, right? I remember that I did make some of those episodes with you. <laughs> um, well, for our audience who's listening, um, there was a period of time where we actually didn't post the episodes anywhere. We, we just kind of recorded them on Twitch. Uh, recorded is a very strong word. We streamed. <laughs> We were a live talk show, and we just happened to have, um, we happened to have VOD saved. Yeah. Um, how long did we do that for? Uh, a few months. I want to say... Like six? Three to six months, yeah. Like six months, right? And then, um, some stuff happened, as you do, and we kind of stopped for a while, right? Uh, yeah, we, we definitely did stop, um, mostly because of my living situation at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I recall that was definitely a hindrance for a, for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so that said, uh, we, we recorded them, um, and I believe we even posted a couple of them onto Spotify, um, during that initial pass, uh, you know, they were somewhat later, but we did end up posting a couple of those episodes to Spotify while we still had the recordings around. Um, and that was, uh, do you want to take a guess on what day that was? Ooh, no, because I will definitely not get it right. So our first episode was uploaded to Spotify on May 16th of 2021. That was right before... Yeah, that was right before the long hiatus, I think. It was. Um, not terribly far before. Um, but yeah, maybe like a month or two, right? Um, Actually, like exactly two months. Because I think it was July... July 7th that I moved out of my place. Mm. So like almost exactly two months. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's crazy. Yeah, so July 2021, we take a long hiatus, um, and we eventually start uploading the old episodes again, um, January 21st, 2022. So about mm-hmm. six months later. 
And at that point, we're still not really recording new episodes, uh, right? You know, we're uploading old ones, certainly. Um, but eventually, we are ready to start recording again. And we record and publish our, you know, our new episode, which uh, now is uh, Session 1.1, 1. 1, uh, Once More with Feeling. And that was released on uh, February 26th, 2022. So... Uh, you know, by like chronologically, we are well over a year uh, since our first starting. But by episode numbers, um, you know, this is episode fifty-two, so we'll officially have uh, now that this is dropped uh, one new ep- one of the new episodes available for every week of the of the year. Uh, should you start mm-hmm. on uh, January first? That's insane. Yeah, it's definitely a lot. And back then too, we were doing a, a weekly release schedule right we were attempting to do a weekly release schedule i that's that makes it sound so much less good (laughs) listen man we were trying and we were doing better than i thought we would with that weekly schedule but we were not releasing weekly episodes i mean we were for a little while um it took some time before we actually started missing some weeks um and occasionally those would come up right here or there we'd miss a week um, and that persisted for quite some time, I will say. Um, I would say most months we got at least three episodes up and usually mm-hmm. four. Um, so we actually did a really good job. In fact, I don't think we had our first, like, proper, like, our first month where we posted less than three until, let me check, actually. I'm, I'm currently going through the history. It had to have been the first month where we didn't have any more, um old episodes to release because we were using those to fill the weeks we missed so we were using those to fill the weeks we missed but once we ran out of those episodes so that was um uh i don't even know what number that was um yeah so that was lost episode 17 which was the last of our old catalog that we still had available to Mm -hmm. fill that week so after may 14th we actually did uh did release an episode um it looks like every week um from that from may which ironically enough is about when we first uploaded our our uh, very first episode um and again <laughs> that persisted i think until december of that year um mm. in december we finally missed a week um but that was the first time in like seven months so i'm really proud i think that we did a really good job all we did pretty good um, i think we're doing fine yeah um and then after that um we did okay for a little bit and we had a a long break um at the end of february uh, february 28th um episode 41 uh which is when we recorded the uh the big episode with intrepid adventures um Mm -hmm. you know the rest of our home group uh, home group uh we recorded and dropped that episode at the end of february and we didn't upload anything in march and only a single episode in april so that was a big slowdown for us um i will say yeah and I think that's when we realized that we couldn't keep doing weekly. Yeah, uh, it just it wasn't really in the cards anymore. Um, so since then we moved to bi-weekly, and I think that's been a lot more sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think we've only missed one of our scheduled releases. Yeah, which even then, we, we still got two episodes up in the month. It was just released a week later. Yeah. So I think switching, we have definitely been more consistent than when we were you know starting to burn out 
yeah, a better work-life balance. And I think that's going to be better for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. Not the least of which, because we actually can build a backlog now. So when we do miss a week of recording, we're not scrambling to figure out what to put up or just throwing our hands up and saying, well, that's, that is what it is. Oh, yeah. That, that two or three episode backlog we have that we just need to, you know, edit up and put out is really helpful for us. Yeah, for sure. Because we can't always get together each week to, to record, much as I would love to. Mm-hmm. Something, something, being adults, something, something, life sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally it does. Um, that said, I did want to, um, to kind of uh, do a quick little quiz. Um, so, Marvin, right now, um, and I'm not going to go over stream numbers, but I am going to ask you in, in broad strokes, do you know what our most played episode is? So, I know for a while, it was the first episode we had with the Stories and Sorceries guys. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, let me look at our episode. Uh, Don't look at our the episodes. I'm asking you to... <laughs> I'm not looking at the analytics, I'm just looking at like the topics of the episodes, or titles at least. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm on Spotify proper, not on our like... On the back end? Yeah. Um... Mm, ooh. No. Maybe? I'm gonna guess that our most watched episode, or most listened to episode, is the one where we had all of Intrepid. Okay. As much as I wish that was the case, that's actually not. <laughs> okay, okay. So, our- so what is it? So episode, uh, so Talking's reaction session one point three eight, skipping the cutscene, is currently our our most played episode. Ooh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because we were just talking about how we don't like putting out these kinds of negative episodes. Yeah, we we literally were just beforehand. Um, <laughs> so that's actually hilarious. Yeah, I know. Like maybe we should i don't know no it, it was it was no um, it, it was a tough episode for sure um for mm-hmm. reasons. so so yeah, yeah. That's our, our most played episode um our number two might surprise you it's actually lost episode two lost episode two that was our uh with tracy our first guest huh uh, you know that actually makes sense yep that one that one i get yeah um number three is the pilot that tracks. And then, Wait, like our pilot, pilot, pilot lost episode pilot. one. Lost episode one. Hmm. Uh, number four is uh, session one point three five, utter dungeon. Ooh, the one with Chris. That was a good one. Was that Chris? I thought Jimmy was on that one. No, no, that one was Chris. Um. Yeah, this week Marvin and Owen are joined by special guest Chris. Together they chat about problem players, storytelling, and Kuotoans. Yeah! Oh man, I still have not used the Kuotoans. I gotta do that. I'm really glad that that one's doing well, because, like, that was a special one for me. Yeah. Um, it's like, going to be a follow-up question, actually. Um, so the last two episodes um, that I'm going to go... So number five is uh, Session 1.1, Once More With Feeling. That's the first episode of our relaunch. Mm-hmm, and... mm-hmm. The one where we tell people to start. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the last one is uh, Session uh, 1.17, Filthy Combat Junkie. Uh, and that was the first one we had Simon on. 
Ooh, that was a good one, too. Ooh. That was a good one. These are some good episodes. Yeah. I mean, like, I know that it's like, oh, I really should, like, say that, like, all of our episodes are good. But they're not. They're not always good. Um, Listen, we we are aware of our better episodes. I'm not going to say they're not all good, but I know that they're not all our best. That's true. Well, definitively, right? Like, you can't have every episode be your best. Some of them have to be worse than the others. But they're all, they're exactly. all, they're all fun, in my opinion. Exactly. I am kind of upset that um, the one with Intrepid Adventures isn't one of our top five. Because that one was really good. It was really good. I think it was really long. Um, that might be the problem. So We did have that realization at some point that when our episodes are too long, people don't listen. Yeah, like I think part of the reason why our first two like uh, Lost episodes are so highly ranked is because they're our oldest, right, in the catalog. Mm-hmm. And so also them being right at the beginning means that people will often just scroll to whatever the bottom of the list is, regardless of where the relaunch is. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely a thing, right? Um, but yeah, so that's been, that that's our, uh, our top six episodes-ish right now as far as like most streamed. Hmm. I'm going to have to start tweeting about some of these older episodes Honestly, that I want to get more play. Great thing to do in our off weeks. <laughs> now that we're not <laughs> pushing new episodes every week, it actually gives us some time to talk about some of the older stuff. Ooh, that means we should tweet this Sunday about one of these older episodes. I don't see why not. I I like this new plan that we came up with and we're keeping this in the episode. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, so by the time this episode drops, uh, you guys will have seen this tweet, so we'll find out which episode it is that uh, Marvin wanted to draw attention to. <laughs> I don't even know which episode I'm going to draw attention to. We're all finding out together. <laughs> um, I mean, I, in a weird, like, temporal sense, right? Like, our audience is going to find out before we do. Yeah. Because as we're recording this, we have no idea, but by the time it comes out, it will already have been the past, so our audience, this will be old news for our audience, despite us knowing that it's going to happen ahead of time. I don't, I don't like where this is going. That's something, okay. something, timey-wimey, something, something. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a strange one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that being said, uh, do you have a favorite episode in the catalog so far? Ooh... Um, so I don't know that I can pick one, mm-hmm. um, but like of the very recent episodes, um, the one with Julian comes to mind, mm-hmm. um, that one was just, it was a blast to just sit there and talk to you and Julian and editing that was so easy. <laughs> <laughs> like... I don't I don't think we can harp enough about how how much those easy episodes are for us. Um of course the Intrepid Adventures one uh where we had Nick, Andrew and Dustin on. Um yeah. That one was fantastic. Um every time Simon comes on, I I love talking to Simon about about D&D. He is fantastic. Yeah. Um Every time we have the stories and sorceries guys on, I love them to death. Um, and great. this past, this past release was a uh, with 
was us talking about stories and sorceries and Rob messaged me immediately after it dropped. (laughs) (laughs) Happy that he's still listening. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, But yeah, those would be like top for me. And of course the one with Chris, her dungeon was, that was an experience for me. Yeah. I imagine it was, I imagine it was like when Simon was on for you. Because it's the same concept. Yeah, it, it was definitely, I imagine, a very similar experience. I'd say that, like, for me, like, my favorite episodes thus far that we've recorded, and it's going to sound funny because all of them are guest episodes, and maybe that's a recurring theme, is that maybe that's just when we do our best work, right? I think we do. Um, <laughs> so, um, let's see. Offhand, I would say one of my favorite episodes, of course, is the one with Simon. Um, but I'm going to try and go through and, like, hit the episodes as they're numbered um so Mm -hmm. like one of the first one of my first favorite episodes was um lost episode five um which Mm -hmm. was the first one that we recorded with andrew Ooh, that was a good one yeah that was a really fun one um i would say the next one that i really enjoyed was um session 1.3 um that was with sarah moore Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoyed that conversation in general um, with her. She was a fantastic guest. Um, I really enjoyed uh, 1.34 um, with Zach from Warlock D&D, from the Warlock audio drama. That was really cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, obviously, 1.41 was really fun. Uh, Lost Episode 7 with um, Andre. Fantastic. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. And also very, like, uh, timely, as I expect we're going to be having him on the show again in the very near future. Yeah. uh, Peek behind the curtain. Uh, We have some friends doing another show, SideQuest Squad. Andre is one of the players in that game, and we're trying to get those guys on. Yeah. So we're in the process of organizing when when that's going to happen. But it is a certainty at this point, not not a question. Hell yeah. So... Um, but I do think maybe the my favorite episode we've recorded thus far probably is um, is one point one seven. The first episode we recorded with Simon. Um, that was a really mm-hmm. special episode for me. Um, and I said this during the episode, but Simon's the person who got me into into the into the hobby, right? Mm-hmm. And at that time when I got invited him to come on, I hadn't really had a conversation with him about Dungeons and Dragons since I started playing Dungeons and Dragons on my own. Yeah, I love that. So, like, you know, it was definitely one of those, like... I imagine it's very similar to what it feels like when you go back and, like, talk to your high school teacher after, like, 20 years or something, right? And not, <laughs> not, like, the shitty high school teacher. Like, the one that actually did something, right? Ooh. That was, like, like me seeing uh, Mr. Lau at Megacon for the first time since I graduated. Yeah, and it's like, oh, hey, sir, like... Because you know, it's always Mr. Laub, right? It's never going to be his first name, which I'm not going to say because mm-hmm. I don't want to dox him. But yeah. um, it's always going to be like, oh, hey, and it's never going to be first name. We're never going to be on first name basis. It's just a respect thing. Um, mm-hmm. But like, you made my life actively better. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, not something you could say about every every teacher, unfortunately. No. I have some teachers that I could definitely say they definitely made my life worse. Yeah. And you know what? I'm sure some of those teachers felt the same way about you. <laughs> yeah, but they deserved it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. 
So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely been really wild uh, kind of having these. And I do want to do more guests uh, in the future, certainly. Um, still on the lookout for those. Um, mm-hmm. Are there any uh, like big level up moments that you felt you've had like kind of, you know, during the show? Either leveling up as a as a podcast producer or uh, just your 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 D and D is in general. Um, for being a podcast producer, I think one I want to say it was one point four six or it was one point four four or one point four six. Um, the first one that I edited. Um, because when you don't edit for most of the show and then you start editing. I think that is a, a huge thing for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely felt big for me to go from editing zero episodes to having edited one. Um, as far as D&D goes, I actually haven't run a session since we started the relaunch. So I'm getting a no out of that. I, I I don't know that I've leveled up because I'm not actively doing it right now. Uh-huh. So I might have, and I just haven't noticed, but I, I'd, I'd have to try running a game, which I'm planning on doing very soon. <clears throat> it's like when you level up, right? It's like, ooh, I'm level 7 now, but like you don't know how, how nasty that fireball is going to be just yet. Exactly. You haven't, you haven't had to roll initiative in a while. Exactly. Like... I don't know. We'll we'll see. Hopefully, in the next couple of weeks. Well, I guess new question then, right? Rather than a level up, are there any moments that jump out to you that kind of change the way you think about the game? I don't know. I feel like, honestly, I don't know. I don't think I don't think I've had a like. Oh, this is this is a very different thing for me mm-hmm. at least not one that i can remember i gotcha but what about you do you have one of those um i mean i think that i, I th- when i think back at like kind of like oh wow that was like interesting um i think back to some of the guests that we've had um where we talked about like non dd systems right mm-hmm. um I think back to, um, oh gosh, what was the, uh, what was the episode number? Oh, but it was the one where we had the, the, um, Tales of the Forgotten Troop on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we had those fellows on, and they were absolutely fantastic, and we had a, quite a long conversation about, um, session 1.12, uh, I'm sorry, session 1.25, um, mm-hmm. We had a long conversation about like different like non D and D systems, and like most of them I'd never heard of before, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like always kind of like aware that other systems existed. Obviously, like you know, we played uh, Sagas, Vein City, Pokemon Tabletop Adventures, right? Um, I've heard of Pathfinder before, and at that point, I hadn't played, so you know, like I had heard of these things before, but I never really like interacted with anybody who like played them as like their principal thing before, and. Mm-hmm. During that conversation, um, you know, with uh, with Charlie, that was a it was definitely one of those like, oh wow, this is like, it's a really cool way to kind of think about it, you know. I like that. I really like that. 
unfortunately for us, I had that that moment before we started recording again. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's oh. a different it's a different um, it's just like a different way to approach it, right? Um, yeah, I, I think that like every time we've had a guest on, I've kind of had a similar kind of experience, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, I would say like another uh, another like you know obviously the conversation with Simon um, was really enlightening for similar reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, um, yeah. So I, I'd say that like those are probably some of like the episodes that I really kind of look back and I'm like, oh, that really like sticks out to me as like something that's improved my like my thought about approaching the game and how I approach the game, I would say. Um, other than that, I think that just like having the, the show as a, a forum to kind of digest my thoughts about like games that I've recently had has also been really helpful. Um, you know, I, I just want to shout out Dustin real quick, um, my, my GM for uh, for our bi-weekly game. Uh, he's been super patient because <laughs> I know he listens to these episodes occasionally. And I know that he's, um, <laughs> that sometimes I know that... Uh, my experience during his games doesn't always translate to, to kind words about the, the sessions, but I want to shout him out for being super receptive to feedback, generally speaking, um, and for being someone who genuinely is interested in what I have to say. So, um, you know, shout out to that. But I think that, like, even though some of those episodes are going to be hard to to listen to when I go back and listen to them, it's it's kind of strange. I do almost appreciate the ability to to kind of think, like, introspectively in, like, a like a proper like forum and really think about why it is that I felt the way that I did, because it helps me reflect on the way that I DM my own games and think, wow, mm-hmm. if I felt that way, I really don't want to replicate that for anybody else. I really like that. It feels like you put a lot of thought into that, uh, into that sentence, Owen. <laughs> I mean, it's something that I think about a lot, right? Because, like, I, I, we had an, an episode that we streamed a while back, right, where we talked, we more or less just talked shit about Wizards of the Coast for, like, 35 minutes, and I think both of us realized pretty quickly that that's just not something that we can do sustainably. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. Like, it was kind of cathartic in the moment to just get those out and just say it out loud, but it wasn't fun to do that episode, right? Yeah. And I feel like when when we're talking about D&D and other games like D&D, it should be fun, for the most part. Yeah, and like that's not to say that we can't call out wizards when they do shitty things, which, you know, they often do, as it turns out. Um, and I we think... do still call them out. Like, mm-hmm. we're not saying that we're not going to call them out. It's just to spend that much time actively bashing on the company, just it doesn't feel good. Yeah, it's not something that made me feel good. And I think both of us kind of had a realization after that episode um, mm-hmm. that that just isn't the kind of thing that we want to do with our brand. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, which is weird to think about, like, oh, we have a brand. But I, I think that, like, you know, we want to be positive. And, like, yeah, like, hey, Wizards used AIR, and that was a really shitty thing to do, even if they did it by mistake, air quotes. Um, you know, they also did a good thing by putting out a pretty quick release statement saying like, oh, hey, we weren't aware, but it won't happen again. And it's like, all right, like, good on you. You did a good thing after doing a shitty thing. Um, you know, does it make up for all the other shitty things they've done? No, not really. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think that it's best for us 
to turn this into a forum where we just complain about something. I think it's kind of like antithetical to like the idea of like what we wanted the podcast to be, um, which mm-hmm. is this like positive place. Yes. But a place that you can come to, to get like information about the game, about how to DM better, about how to improve your games. Um, which, you know, is kind of what I always dreamed that the show kind of was uh, in addition to being kind of like a general talk show. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely the kind of space where we want to be, we we want to promote positivity. Um, not to the extent that we're going to ignore the negative things, just we don't want to dwell on the negative thing. Yeah. Like there's just better places you can go for that. Like if you want to like sit in the outrage soup that is online spaces nowadays, like there's plenty of areas you can do that. But I really do hope that our show broadly speaking is kind of like a bastion of positivity in that respect. Um, as much as it can be anyways. Mm hmm. Um, so that was a lot of waxing poetic um, about it. I guess we kind of touched on it briefly, but, uh, you know, um, in your own words, Marvin, like when you started the show, what did you kind of envision us doing? <laughs> and did we do that thing? Um, so honestly, I envisioned us branching out and being more of a general tabletop RPG show more than just D&D. And we have definitely turned more into that than I thought we would by this point. Um, like more about D&D than, than tabletops? More about tabletops than D&D. Like, I, I'm very much liking that we're moving away from just D&D. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a thing that I wanted. I didn't want us to just stay on D&D forever. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of the direction we're going where we don't just talk about the one system where, and we've, we've definitely had full episodes where we talk about other things. Um, like the episode with the, the Tales from the Forgotten Troop where we spent almost the whole episode doing that. Yeah. Yeah. We did do that. Um, I very much like those other systems and. Like I said, I had I had l- had the realization that D&D is not the only system that we can play before we even started the relaunch. Mm-hmm. And I've been moving even further away from D&D ever since. Um and it's not even just because of the negative things I have to say about Wizards of the Coast. It's also because there's so much more you can try to do and so many systems that can do some of the things I want to do better. Mm -hmm. Jump through less hoops. Yeah. I mean, I definitely am not a fan of, of when people try to like continuously reskin fifth edition until it does something completely different. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, it's really cool when I get introduced to new systems that I'm like, Oh, that's really fun. Um, That seems really cool. And I'm, I'm looking forward to having more experiences with other systems. Um, you know, like, I, I'd say that, like, one of the reasons I've never been, like, a huge fan of Pathfinder, to me, is that, like, it's not distinct enough from Dungeons & Dragons, in my opinion, um, for me. 
to feel like it's worth the investment to learn the system or the nuances of why it's any different, right? But when I look at other game systems like, you know, Lancer or um, Ten Candles or whatever, right? Like those games feel very different, like thematically, mechanically than what I'm already mm-hmm. getting at a fifth edition. And so they're worth a little bit more of my attention, I think, um, to kind of look at those systems and say, oh, like this is an interesting way to go about this instead of, oh, this is very similar to fifth edition or very similar to 3.5 um, and is also themed as high fantasy. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, I just like mechanically learning new systems also and... While Pathfinder does seem very similar on the surface, the way Pathfinder 2nd Edition functions is very different from the way Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition functions. Aside from the, you know, common roll d20 for checks, roll damage, or whatever, mm. um, character building is very different. Like, in-game play will be very similar, but character building is a whole different animal. Yeah, and that that element is very different. Um, I guess, like, when I look at other systems, to me, I look for, like, what... How does this system allow me to tell a story that I can't tell with 5th edition? Or that I can't tell with 3.5? Mm-hmm. And, like, part of that is, like, a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? If I don't learn the system enough, I might not be able to recognize the nuances. But that difference for Pathfinder is not, like, immediately obvious to me. Like, I don't see the the um i don't say not see the value but like i don't see what pathfinder brings to the table that i can't accomplish through fifth edition beyond just being a mechanically more sound system that's fair um but like i said like mechanically is the reason that i wanted to learn pathfinder in the first place not thematically because you know d20 fantasy system is d20 fantasy system as far as themes and you know you can you can skin whatever world you want as long as it's you know fantasy and it'll work in D&D and Pathfinder and it's the same thing um my last Pathfinder game that I ran was started originally as a 3.5 game with another group and I just put my Pathfinder group in the same world. Uh, so thematically, it wasn't different in any meaningful way. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I definitely get that. And again, like I'm not opposed to a Pathfinder. Obviously, I've played the game before. Um, but I will say too, like it is harder um, nowadays to find time to play, right? Mm-hmm. And it's definitely something that I've struggled with. Um, kind of over the last, you know, year and a half or so as we've been doing the show is, um, like, the frequency of play. Certainly the frequency of running my own games um, has changed significantly. And that's um, that's changed quite a bit. Um, I guess kind of circling back to, like, an episode that changed the way that I do things, I think the conversation um, with everybody from Intrepid about, like, this the campaign wrap-up, I think mm-hmm. changed the way that I think about tr- how I run the game, as I think that during that conversation, I got some feedback from the rest of the players that kind of brought to my attention how, like, glacially slow I tend to do level-ups. Um, which really isn't, like, how I intend it to be, but just, 
you know, kind of how it ends up manifesting when I do remember to do levels. So I've tried to endeavor to, like, make my two current campaigns that I run a little bit faster pace as a consequence of that. So I'm hoping that's manifested in a positive way. Um, so I guess that was another episode that I felt kind of was like a level up for me. Yeah. I will say that your level ups weren't actually slow. They just felt slow because of sometimes us having to take very long breaks. Um, Cause I think we leveled up every, like roughly every three to five sessions. Ballpark. But, yeah. but sometimes those three to five sessions were like three months instead of five weeks. So it wasn't necessarily that we were leveling up at a bad pace. Session-wise, it was just, you know, we had to skip weeks unplanned. So we stayed level 14, for, as an example, for like three months. But it was still only five sessions, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, tough. Yeah, and and you know, we didn't really do anything at some of those levels until we leveled up. Like a lot of the things we did were largely roleplay heavy when we weren't leveling up. Um so if we weren't leveling up, it was just because we didn't use any of that level yet. Like at all. Yeah, like, one thing I do try to do is, like, if I do a level up, I try to have at least one major encounter per level. Mm -hmm. That's fair. That's super fair. Um, Just sometimes the story didn't line up that way. Like, <laughs> like it, it sometimes took a little while to get to a new encounter. Yeah, and, like, at the scale that that campaign had gotten to at that point, where we were actually having a multi-planner adventure and we could go basically anywhere in the multiverse with you know some effort um and how little fighting mattered to us as a party mm -hmm. outside of those bigger encounters like a lot of times it wasn't reasonable for us to just fight random things yeah I think the other thing, too, is that when you guys were traveling from plane to plane, I really wanted to make it clear that, like, just because you guys were high level didn't mean there weren't bigger fish out there. Uh, not as mm -hmm. far as, like, other parties necessarily, but as far as just, like, sometimes you guys just ran across monsters that were just outside of the scope of what you could handle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that, like that, that, that first... Like... Oh, go ahead. Uh, like that first session on Exandria where we saw that giant thing. I don't even remember what it is but we definitely could not beat it. Like, we weren't going to fight that. Mm -hmm. uh, your, one of your early sessions on Dominaria, too, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think if we had been a less intelligent or less aware party... We might have had more combat and maybe we would have leveled up faster, but I think we were we were fairly reasonable characters and fairly reasonable people playing those reasonable characters. So we were like, do we have to fight this? Then why should we? 
Yeah. It did mean as a consequence, though, that, like, there was a lot of roleplay-heavy sessions over and over. Which, again, like, isn't always bad, but for people who prefer combat, I know that disengages them, so. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but there's not there's not much we can do about that. Like, honestly, we had a, a specific goal in mind. We We knew exactly what we were trying to get to, and, like, any fight that distracted us from that was kind of just a waste of our time. Maybe a little bit. Like, I, I get how the guys wanted to level up a little bit faster, but, like, we we were on an actual mission. And it, was not, it wasn't like a, like, go here, do this mission. It was a, we have to figure out how to make this happen mission. And that's more involved and less punchy. And I think also less clear what the direction is. And I think, like, if I were to go back, that's maybe the one thing that I wish I had done a little bit better, was do a better job kind of seeding those clues early on um, mm-hmm. to make it clear as to, like, what direction you should go next. Because um, there definitely were, like, breaks in the story where it felt a little bit more directionless than I would have preferred, even if I had an idea where I wanted you guys to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair, but I think it worked out okay in the end. Yeah, we had some we had some wild losses because we didn't know where to go, and that hit them hard. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there were there were definitely some some fun ones. I'd say like to this day, some of my favorite RP moments come from that campaign. You know. Mm Hmm. Like, a lot of really fun reveals. And I think it's probably the first campaign where I really, like, embrace the rule of cool. Ooh, we had some cool moments. I went Super Saiyan. (laughs) Yeah, we just, like, completely scuffed the end of the combat uh, against the last boss or whatever for for cool points. So. So good. So good. Absolutely. And if you want to hear us talk about that, we actually planned for that session live on air. (laughs) um so what's next uh for talking as a free action like where do you envision us going um that's a good question um i do want to get back into doing the occasional live show um i think we had a lot of fun doing those but i think having those be our main focus was a mistake early on Mm. um but I think the occasional one, maybe once a month or once every two months or something, would be fun. Yeah. Um, the audience interaction was definitely something that added an interesting spice to the episodes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I miss that interaction. Because um, that audience interaction... Uh, if you guys don't know, I am a Twitch streamer. Um, not a very popular one yet, but the audience interaction is what I live for. um i will say like podcast as a medium is one where you don't get a lot of feedback right like because the the way that the show gets distributed is so diffuse Mm -hmm. right it's very difficult to kind of see feedback so you know obviously anytime anyone can rate the show or leave a comment somewhere right where we can see it that's always really cool but until you're like a large podcast 
organization, it can be kind of difficult to get that that info, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, so that's one thing. Um, you and I had talked about starting a live play or a, an actual play. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know when we're going to find time for that, but I, that is something that I think we should try to do at some point before our next year, quote-unquote. Um, or at least get the ball rolling on it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, more guests, more... Maybe a little bit more planning on our part. We can't just go into every episode just winging it. Yeah, I mean, well, we don't do that every time, but we do do it often. We do it often enough that we are now realizing that we can't do it as often as we do. <laughs> for better or worse yeah um, but yeah that's really it um, I definitely want to want to have Intrepid back at some point um, to see where we're at you know X amount of months after the end of the campaign mm -hmm. um, having that so that's, people on it once though is a challenge yeah, that's that's the issue. Um, but I do really want to see if we can get all three of them to come back for one more night on uh, talking as a free action. Maybe after the uh, maybe after the winter uh, one shot. I actually want to try to do it before. See where they're at before we go back into those characters. Hmm. Okay. I want to get their thoughts now that, like, playing those characters is not fresh. Gotcha. Yeah, that could be fun. Um, mm -hmm. Something definitely to organize. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we were talking about how uh, our theme music is just a little bit too long. So uh, maybe seeing about getting a slightly shorter intro made or yeah. a shorter version of our intro. Yeah, because I do still like it. Um, it's just a hair too long. It's time. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, that's definitely on my, my docket as well. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, I would like to see the show expand, so maybe doing a little bit more on the social media platforms that we do have access to is on there. Um, I do want to get back to YouTube. Um, that's another thing that I do think that we've been slacking on uh, quite a bit. Yeah. Um you know, get to get back to YouTube and actually start like publishing shorts, I think would do it would do us some good for exposure, you know. Probably. I mean TikTok is the way to go these days, I think. Porque no los dos. Por it's the same thing. When I say TikTok, I mean shorts, reels, and actual TikToks. Because they're all the same thing. That short form content, the the like sound bites, right? Um, yeah. So that's definitely something else I want to get into. Um, I've been working a little bit more with like the stories and sorceries guys, so I'm gonna try and do, I'm gonna DM another one shot for them um, in the near future. And I, if I can, I kind of want to make that a regular thing. Um, I realize that's not mm -hmm. really like you know TIAFA like exactly, but it is adjacent because it's gonna be stuff I'm gonna be doing. And cross-promoting, of course. So Yeah, and 
you know, those guys are kind of our biggest supporters in this space, honestly. And I mm-hmm. like to think that we're some of their biggest supporters in this space. So yeah. even if it's not directly supporting us, supporting them supports us. Yeah, exactly. So um, they've been, you know, real, real positive people to have, you know, in and around the show. And so like, mm-hmm. and I've also enjoyed DMing for them and they clearly enjoyed having me on. So that's something that I mm-hmm. want to do. And if it goes well, then maybe I'll make it a recurring series for them. That sounds dope. Um, as kind of a way to, to, you know, dip my toe into the actual play front once again. Sounds sick. So, and then, I don't know, other than that, you know, growing the audience, right, at the end of the day, is still pretty important. <laughs> so. Nah. So, I mean, that's kind of where I, where I envision us going, at least. Um, you know, so who knows, maybe in a year we'll get to look back and, and see kind of how much of that we accomplish at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping we accomplish all of these things in the coming year. Yeah, which, like, it's weird to talk about that in the middle of August, right? Because, <laughs> like, it's like, ooh, like, you know, New Year's resolution. It's like, yeah, but also the year's nearly done. But kind of as a consequence of when we release these things, um, and, like, you know, I feel like 52 being kind of, like, a significant number as far as like the way that we release our episodes like i don't know maybe maybe we'll finally start moving on to session 2.1 right (laughs) after this uh honestly that's what i was thinking like we should we should start with session 2.x after this episode yeah that was kind of my intent and just have it blocked off where like the uh the the, each of the things will mark a year so you'll know where, Mm -hmm. where you're at yeah but it's interesting because that means uh, our next quote-unquote anniversary is going to be episode 78 now that we're bi-weekly. Hmm. That is true. Like we did kind of make that switch in the middle of our, of our go, so I guess technically this is us like cheating a little bit, right? But... But yeah, I guess it will only be, um, you know, 20 some episodes later. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this must be what Welcome to Night Vale felt like after their first year. <laughs> Where they genuinely didn't think it would get this far. Because they released weekly and had two off weeks originally. Hmm. And then they switched to bi-weekly and released 25 episodes a year instead of 50. Ooh, I imagine that is, uh, I imagine that's very similar. Although their stuff is significantly more produced than ours. Yeah, but that's not the point here. That's <laughs> what empathy is for, guys. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I mean, it's been fun. You know, cheers and uh, to another, to another 50 some odd episodes. Here's to episode 52, and may there be at least 52 more. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we'll go ahead and call it now. Um, I think that's a, it's a nice little compact episode for everybody. 
Uh, so, as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, you can catch us uh, every other week now, every other Sunday, uh, on your favorite uh, podcast player. You can also catch us on our socials, uh, Twitter and Instagram, at uh, TIAFA Podcast. You can catch me at Vlad Beaver. You can catch Marvin at Taiyugetsu. And so, uh, you know, thank you so much for joining us on this uh, journey <laughs> to episode 52. Um, it's meant a lot uh, seeing everybody's, you know, positive feedback on Twitter and and honestly just seeing the streams come in for the, the episodes. Just, um, I know it's weird. I, I still don't really think of myself as a podcaster, but I guess technically I am now. Um, <laughs> so... Um, despite recording this thing for, you know, since producing it for over two years now, uh, it still doesn't really feel like a, like a proper thing that I do. But, um, but yeah, so thank you all so much. Um, if you have any kind things to say, obviously leaving a review is always appreciated. Um, you know, even sending us some kind words on Twitter does, does make a difference. Makes my day a little bit better. Uh, I'm sure Marvin will feel the same. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so with that, uh, take care of yourselves and have a good one, everybody.